Hello and welcome to Fraud Busting New Frauds podcast. It is the only podcast for female fraud professionals and their allies who want to stay on top of the fraud awareness spectrum in order to thrive professionally while maximizing their happiness and having the courage to create the life they love. Thank you for listening. Hello, I'm Olga, and I'll be your host today of the podcast, Neil Krauss. Uh, welcome. Uh, today's episode um, is um, dedicated to the topics of burnout and layoffs. Um, I've got Rebecca Simmons uh, as a guest here. She's a women's empowerment coach. Um, hello, Rebecca. Welcome. Uh, hello, Pat. Did you... Uh, could you please um, take the floor and tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, Olga, I will say thank you so much for having me. Um, so I'm excited to to talk about one of my favorite topics. Uh, I don't know what that says about me, but I, I love talking about burnout, um, especially with women. So yeah, so like you said, I'm a women's empowerment coach. I've been doing this for about two years now. And um, where this was born uh, with what I do and, and with my niche uh, kind of being burnout, uh, professional burnout with, with women uh, leaders is that that's exactly where I found myself a couple of years ago, uh, being burned out in my career. My career looked every, you know, bright and shiny on the outside to everyone. I was uh, making more money than I'd ever made. And I was, uh, you know, working my way up the ladder and I just completely burned out. Uh, like many people through the pandemic and all of the demands and stress there, uh, the demands of my job and just things not feeling good in my body. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so I, I was fortunate enough to be able to step away and reassess things. And that's where I decided to build my own business to be able to support women so that they don't have to feel this pain alone. Um, that sounds uh, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, and thanks so much, you know, for uh, becoming sort of an expert um, in this um topic and then brings me to the first question that I'd like to uh, learn more about uh, from you is um, what can cause I know you are a little bit uh, dove into it but but still I'd like to ask sure. my question um, so what can cause a burnout and how do we recognize that we are experiencing indeed a uh, burnout yeah, yeah. So this is an interesting question um, because recently I've been doing some uh, market research recently and actually having conversations with women who have either felt or, you know, would identify for themselves that they have been burned out in their past or are currently burned out. And a lot of them, what I found out is a lot of them don't necessarily use the word burnout or wouldn't say, you know, they might say in quiet spaces, I'm burned out. but a lot of times women are, they, they don't know that they're burned out because it's like, I've just got all these things on my plate and I'm just going to have to handle it and don't necessarily identify it with them themselves. But that's why it's so important to kind of figure out, well, what is burnout exactly? So let's break it down here for you, Oba. So burnout basically has three components to it um, and they're huge components. Uh, but when you see the patterns and you realize, oh, I've got some of this stuff going on in my life, then you realize, okay, aha, 
I am burned out, then we can kind of do something about it. But um, one of the components of burnout is emotional exhaustion. So that's where you've been carrying so much for so long. And it's just like, you're just exhausted from it. So you're going to start to feel fatigued. Maybe you're not sleeping as much because you've got all these like tabs open in the web browser of your brain, you know, and you're thinking about work, even though you've left your body's left, but your mind's still at work and you're just exhausted, but you can't get that sleep. You're starting to forget things. You've got some anxiety, maybe some depression, starting to feel sicker more often. Um, and just, it's just showing up in your body. There's also the other component is a lack of accomplishment. So maybe the things that you were uh, really going hard and accomplishing a lot, maybe it's not happening as much anymore. You just don't care whether it gets done or not. Um, maybe you're you're still producing good work, but you know it's just like you don't have that same zest and fervor that you once did. Um, and you're a lot more irritable, you know, and you're a lot more um, you're less tolerant for foolishness and and things than you once were and you're just not as not necessarily as productive and then there's the the depletion of empathy is what we'll call it but it's it's basically it's um this is what I call your give a damn is busted because it's like you know I just I I'm I'm a little more cynical than I used to be I you know don't necessarily see that things are working out and so you just kind of become this um you know, the detached form of yourself. Those are the three, three components of burnout. Have you ever experienced anything like that, Olga? I'm curious. Uh, absolutely. I'm a human. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Every human yeah. has uh, probably ever experienced something, uh, some of these, or maybe all of them, the whole package. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, the yeah, especially um, lately, you know, when the economics seems to be struggling uh, worldwide and uh, people are obviously perhaps, um, you know, pushing themselves more and more. Yeah, yeah. And what I find is, you know, women, um, what's unique about uh, the story for uh, many women is we not only have these careers and, and you know, we are more traditionally the emotional managers in our careers. And so we are, um, you know, studies show us that women are really strong leaders and really strong performers. But then we also have this other life outside of work where we are the emotional managers and we are the ones who take care of, you know, we're the CEO of our homes in organizing the, the activities, the who, who puts, you know, who, you know, the, the meal planning, the, you know, the, the finances, you know, all kinds of things where we've got so much on our plates, we're managing so much. And it's like, at some point, your body just breaks down because staying in that, that state of, you know, productivity for so long, and stress, you know, at some point, something's got to give. Um, absolutely. Well said. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, you know, um, giving us the details of the burnout sure. and how do we recognize it uh, and the symptoms, so to say. Sure. Um, now, that brings me to my second question. Would you have any tips for the audience how to manage and overcome uh, burnout once we start experiencing it? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's interesting. You know, there's there's so many different paths to burnout. Um one of the things that I heard recently from someone who went through one of my programmings is 
Um, she said, you know, Rebecca, I don't know, going into your program, I don't know that I would have necessarily said that I was burned out. I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going through a stressful period right now, but it was actually looking at the breakdown of what burnout is and realizing where she was in the spectrum is like, that was the catalyst for her change and to disrupt some of the behaviors that she had on her end. You know, we, we have to understand what you can control and what you can't. So, you know, there are a lot of things, your external environment. So your working environment definitely plays a role in your burnout, but it's not the sole factor, you know, the sole contributing factor. And I think that that's something that we have to understand is you can't control what happens outside of your body any more than you can control the wind, right? But you can control how you respond to it. And for so many of us, we get caught up in the spiral of, I have to just, I have to do my best. I have to work harder. I have to pretzel myself into the shape of something I that, that my company wants me to be. And what happens is you get out of alignment. So this woman who was able to see, okay, this is where I sit on the burnout cycle. This is where I am. I am burnout. That first step of acknowledging this is exactly where I am is sometimes that catalyst that's going to take you to healing and disrupting maybe her people pleasing to be able to get her in a more powerful spot because she can then get out of this reactive mode and put herself into the CEO position of her life. Does that make sense? Um, oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Well, uh, thanks so much for um, a detailed response once again. I hope um, it can be um, useful for some of the audience uh, who, who can relate, you know, themselves to all those um, aspects, uh, you know, and symptoms <laughs> and strategies. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I'd like to jump into a secondary uh, part of uh, this interview and dive into the topic of layoffs. I recall myself uh, for the first time hearing about um, the occurrence of layoffs when a friend of mine um, announced, uh, she was pregnant by the way at the time, and uh, she announced that she's been laid off. And that happened a day before her um, giving birth uh, mm. to uh, her second child. So that as a thought was uh, horrible to learn for me at the time. And I thought, what a, what a horrible, you know, situation and stressful, um, most of all. Uh, so with that, I'd like to ask you as an expert um, a, a question. How do we manage or overcome um, a situation that is suddenly coming to us such as a layoff. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it can be a scary thing, right? I mean, it, being laid off is never fun. Um, and then when you are laid off, what happens a lot of times is you see layoffs everywhere. You know, it's kind of like when you hear, when you when someone tells you about a new song that's out and you've never heard it before, and then next thing you know, you hear that song everywhere and you never heard it before. So it's like you, you're laid off and you see other companies, you know, Meta laid off, you know, a lot of people recently, and we're seeing these big, big companies laying people off and, and we start to see trends, but it's, it's 
not always the most accurate depiction. So just, just keep in mind, you have to give yourself a little bit more grace, you know, because it's easy to go down that spiral of, oh my gosh, nobody's hiring anymore. You know, everyone's getting laid off, everyone's unemployed, but that may not necessarily be the most accurate perspective. It's just where your lens is focused. And I know that that's easy to say me being on this side of things, right? But just know that I kind of have a a zoomed out view of it because I'm not in it. But the other thing that happens with um, that I've noticed and I, you know, I've done through my, my career coaching is people who are laid off sometimes take it on themselves. Well, if I just worked a little bit harder, if I were more productive, then they wouldn't have chosen me to be laid off. And this is what sometimes the ego starts chirping up and starts telling you, but we know that that's not always the case. Um, So we have to rely on what's true and factual when it comes to the job market, when it comes to your skills and abilities, when it comes to, you know, what's available to you. And so really focusing on what's real and true, but before you can get there, you have to let yourself let it burn, right? You have to, it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel sad or scared. It's okay. You can vacation there. Just don't move in. Right. So yeah. Uh, oh, um, I just wanted to uh, say, I love the way how you say it's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, we are all humans right? and uh, it's normal, you know, to experience all the emotions associated with, you know, certain reactions in uh, two situations. Yeah. Uh I'd like to ask my my final question. Um, so once a layoff has occurred and we applied all the necessary strategies to try manage and overcome the situation uh, and so on, but then post layoff, what strategies uh, would you recommend to the audience to apply in order to get back in their feet? But not only that, um, at the same time, simultaneously, also to try think of laying out for themselves the perfect or the best possible path, you know, going forward. Meaning not just simply finding a next, the next job, but also finding uh, their calling, their true passion. Right, right. Yeah. So here's the thing that that can easily be done is that, excuse me, um, when you've been laid off, there's this this fear factor of, oh my gosh, I got to find something. I'm just going to take the next thing that's available. But that's dangerous too, because we don't want to go into a role that's not aligned with your interests, your passions. It's going to, you know, it might give you a paycheck, but is it going to be the most bang for your buck? Um, you know, is it going to really give you growth, you know, so we don't want to have a knee jerk reaction when you're already feeling so raw and then get into another bad situation. So, um, sometimes it's, it's taking a step back to think about, okay, what is it that I want? Getting really clear about in the ideal situation, where do I want to go from here? And let me just say one thing about these layoffs. Now, this is um, so in the time of we're recording, this is in April, but as of February this year, uh, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics in the U.S. is saying um, that there are still 10 million jobs open. There are still 10 million jobs. So uh, there, the job market is still, you know, still <laughs> people are still hiring. OK, um, so there is hope out there, but getting really clear and doing some self audits about 
what are the jobs that you really have loved in your career? What, what was it about them that you really loved? What are the, some of the jobs that you didn't love so much? What was it about those jobs? Get really, you know, minuscule, you know, really get into the minutia of what you loved and what you didn't. And just sometimes just zooming out and taking a look at that of what you loved, you could start to see the patterns of, you know, what, you know, a direction to go in. Uh, because you want to really uh, tailor your career and your interest into, you know, that's going to be most aligned with your your highest self. Um, that said, one of the best things that you can do for yourself, and this for some people can be a scary word, but there are tons of resources out there. Um, I know a coach, uh, but there there are tons of resources out there to help you. But one of the biggest things that's going to be a game changer for your career search is networking and talking to people who are already in your network and people that they know about, hey, I'm in the job search. You got anything? You know anything? And and building those relationships. Um, that is very well said. Thanks so much. Uh, uh, yeah. Great advice, uh, you know, from you. Uh, thank you for being a guest on our uh, episode today. I wish you all the best. Um, and um, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, thank you, everyone. That was all for today's episode. Stay healthy and happy. Bye-bye.